0: Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shop.com gwdistrict.com dot That's shop gwdistrict.com The Gw District, a retail marketplace of Black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's my pie anniversary. It's my pot anniversary. Pot anniversary. It's my pot anniversary. <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to the Smoker's Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. Yo, all you gotta do is go to Anchor, download it, or go to the Anchor app. And um get yourself a profile. I'm your host, Captain Office Champ, aka the porn rap star. That's right, you can find all my links. In one link. All my links.com backslash porn rap star. I'm talking about my porn links, I'm talking about my music links, and I'm talking about my social media links. Also, we got two wonderful sponsors. I'm talking about lsworld.com, the Facebook of the LS community, and Eroticism Magazine. Go to Eroticism Magazine today.com, and get yourself a subscription. You can get it, get it paperback or digital. Get a subscription today. Also, probably me on the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Multiple podcasts give you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, get some shopping done for this wonderful Christmas holiday. I'm talking about ShopGWDistrict.com. Buy black, support black businesses, build a black commerce, and create generational wealth. And we have a new spot that we're now on. I'm talking about Skyhawk. TV.com go there today and listen to the podcast and also listen to the radio station itself is not only you get to listen to me you get to listen to such great podcasts such as the Hanky Panky podcast with Coral 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 Corlin Jewel as well as sex talk with Lily Craven and many many more so as you can see today is the 28th today is my pot anniversary this is the year the moment, the day that I started the smoker's lounge. Now I told you this story numerous times of how I came up with the smoker's lounge. I don't feel like I'm trying to recap it. But for some of you people that are just listening, I had a podcast called The Smoke This The Smoke This Over Podcast. Where it was kind of a variety podcast where I talk about social issues and all that good stuff. And Due to the fact that I had to pay, it was not free and all that bullshit, I kept losing days because keeping up with the payments of it, you know. So because I saw how good things was going, I was getting downloads and seen. I said, well, let me see if I can find another app that I can use. And I ran across Anchor. And I'm telling anybody and everybody that Anchor is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful app to use. Best one to me Hey, I don't know one that's better But anyway I Did an episode And I thought that I could move it to part being That wasn't going to happen So I decided to do a Second podcast, which is going to be the Smokers Lounge Where I dig deep into Different subjects Politics or what have you And then Organically it's shaped into what it is now, where I talk about the film, the business of porn with other porn professionals, I have smoke buddies, I have special guests, I do interviews. Uh you know all this organic this is because I always say this to people. I hate people. I don't like talking to people. I don't like chit chatting. I don't like doing none of that shit. You know, even when I'm at work, I don't like talking to the people that I work with. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, but it is what it is, you know. So it's funny how I sit back and I've been doing this for a year. If you go back and you listen to the first episode, I didn't have all this. I didn't have no two sponsors. I didn't have, I wasn't on Skyhawk. And if you notice, I haven't said nothing about K97 FM. It's the reason for that. You know, period. I've now worked Interviewed three podcasters, actually five, and appeared on a podcast. And got people hit me up, wanted me to be on theirs. You know, I've interviewed a movie director. I've interviewed a social icon that have been porn and a porn legend. A couple of them had some controversial guests. I even figured out that (laughs) some of you motherfuckers don't even know the legal side of this business. But it's it's crazy how I walked into this with no expectations, no dreams, no. I I guess the best way to put it is I ain't know what the hell is gonna happen with this. Half of this I wasn't expecting. You know, period. It's it's crazy, isn't like. just listening to Joe Buttons and Bandy B, and it's crazy how I was listening to them in their situation with all the decisions. You know, how they're not the best of friends, but they're able to make it work. Okay, But I'm veering off what I'm talking about. The point being is just being in the podcasting stratosphere, I've seen how it grows. I've seen how this is the new shit. It's like I sit there and thought about it. <clears throat> you have podcasts that tour. Now, if you want to say the granddaddy of the podcast tour is probably 85 South because they're comedians and that's part of their brand is the tour anyway. they just so happy they use the podcast with it. And Royal Decision, then you have Roy Moore. all these people. And it's kind of funny, like, I hate to see your drink, chaps. To it, they might sell out Madison Square Garden It's It shows you how much this Genre has just grown See even was the point that now I actually Figured out that I have a Permanent somewhat of a co-host To do a series of shows With Miss Bitcoin You know Smoke Buddy wanted to And so many, but <clears throat> when I sit there and think, what would be different in YouTube? Well, one, I'm not going to chase nobody down for no interviews, and or I'm not going to chase down smoke buddies to come back to the show. The reason why, because at the end of the day, it's it's not it is one. I don't want to feel like I'm bothering you. To, to be honest with you, and two. This is my platform and to me, it makes me feel like if I have to chase those down that it cheapens and make my platform look bad because I feel and maybe because maybe ego or what have you that it should be happy that you're on the show. I mean, I understand people get busy, what have you. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not mad at that. I don't get mad at that, you know, period. But I'm just saying I'm not just going to just keep texting you or emailing you because, like I said, one, I'm not trying to do a scene with you or shoot you or fuck you on camera or anything of that nature. And, yes, I get that it's for free. Fine. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. Don't jump back around when I start paying people. (laughs) <laughs> See, that's the kicker. At some point, I would have to pay calls. I know that's, it, it, it may not come for a year, it may not come for two years, but I know when the money starts rolling in and there's money, is a lot of money to be made and if I want it to be the way that I want it, I'm going to put money in pick pockets. There's nothing wrong with that. But the ones that have been around, helped out, chumped on it, looked out, Every time I hit them up, I take a million note of that. Nothing personal. It's the same thing with the way that y'all do. Y'all take a Illinois, middle note. The mail times that You hit them up. They got. They down to come shoot with you. You're gonna keep that middle note, and you're gonna fuck with them. And every time you work, you're gonna call them. You are gonna make sure to hook up with them. It's the same thing. It's like it's crazy shit. How much this pie has grown. You know, my wife told me that I got something here, and she was right. And yeah, she's part of the inspiration why I do this because it's because me. And I have so many great conversations that makes me say, "Well, let me bring this to the to the podcast." You know, it's just it's just astonishing when I sit back and I look at. It a year i've been doing this a year now i know a lot of people ask i had a lot of questions like do you miss doing adult films do you miss being a talent do you yeah yeah who wouldn't but it's it's crazy how the more i am no longer talent the more i gain traction with this the more i it, people listen It's like I went from not getting a comment to I'm getting five-star ratings now. It's fucking this kind of weird as shit. Here's the crazy part. It's me talking. It's not my music. It's not me fucking the girl on camera. It's me talking to you people. Having conversations with other talents. And we're talking about the business because you people want to know how the sauce is made. Let's be honest. That's why y'all listen to this podcast. Y'all want to see how we live. And y'all don't want it from the perspective of the big stars. Y'all want it from the only girls. Y'all want it from the webcam. Y'all want it from the independent, the people that is closest to you. See, I basically am your guide to bring into this business and how to make money in this business. All I got to do is fucking listen. And I'm not the only podcast. She had the pleasure of actually <clears throat> talking to other podcasts and do the same from like next on stage one. The interview that we did with Pixie. That was fun as fuck. And she wanted to talk freaky. It's the next episode. So we go I'm going to give her some freaky ass questions to ask or what have you. You know, period. Doobies to Dollars with, with, with Paisley. Paisley Hayes. It was fun to have her on the show, you know. Uh Erica Love, she started her podcast. And so many podcasts, calling Joe, Jewel, Jewel, you know, and then of course Lily Craven. And I would like to Lily Craven, too, man. I, it, she really helped me out. She took me on her journey with her. I mean, hey, she's the reason why I'm on Skyhawk. But next year, it's gonna be a Herculean task. And next year, I want, I'm want i going to plan to bet on myself a whole lot. Because I think I want this to be the last year that I work a nine to five. I want this to be the last year that when 2023 come around, that I am no longer working for somebody. I'm not punching a clock. I'm punching my own. And not knocking anyone that works a nine to five, but I'm not built to be a 9-to-5 guy. I'm built to run my own company. I'm built to be a boss. I know a lot of people say that. A lot of people believe that or feel that about themselves, but no, I, I know this. Because I've been doing it ever since I was a fucking teenager, from throwing parties to to managing people, to to running my own shit with, with, with music and adult film and, and to this podcast shit. Yes, I have Merchandise, which I'm going to start pumping in this. You know what I'm saying? I, I got T-shirts. I got premium clothing with, with jackets and hats and even dresses and bathing suits. Which people starting to get now. actually got a check. I from, found out that I got a check from some sales. So actually people are actually buying the premium shit. mind blown. Who had thought that somebody would buy one of my T-shirts? Or hats, or what have you. It's more and more indications and omens, and and and, and things that the gods or God is showing me that the podcasting I might be able to pull off next year, making enough money doing this shit to where I can say, bye to my job." But if not, uh, I'm not gonna be mad. Okay. But that's what I'm hoping for. Because it's not that... There's no worth in having a 9 to 5. It's not that. It's being able to do something that you can leave to your family. Than just love and memory. It's 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 about that for me. Honestly. Because, yeah, hey, I'm 46, right? So... What can I really do if I became a millionaire? Shit, I lived in the good 20s and 30s. Give me a fucking break. What am i am going to do? Try to recapture my youth because I made a million dollars? Go, go, get the fuck out of here. No. It's about leaving something for the next generation. Not even a legacy, just shit. <laughs> something that... that It'll make their life a little easier. Ain't that the whole point? Someone had to sweat, cry, tears, and bleed to make the next generation live good. Think about the Kennedys. Hey, old man Kennedy was a bootlegger. Son became president. So, and, and, I'll tell you the incident that happened. I'm going I'm to open up to, to my listeners. I got... I've been in my job four years. Four years. Four years in this job. Prior to that, I worked with my best friend, Angelo. I talked about that. And recently, I had the whole week of Christmas on. Now... This actually caused me, and truth be told, was the trigger that caused a mental breakdown slash depression, anxiety, attack, yeah, all right. And the reason why it bothered me so much, because to me, I want to be valued at any job that I'm at, and what I mean by valued is that they respect that I had time in. Respect that the work that I put in. And respect my knowledge of the job. Now, I work this job, full disclosure, I make $9 an hour. I don't make shit. I probably make more in the point I do from this shit from the job. But the purpose of the job is for more of the child support. So that it be taken out and I ain't got to worry about touching anything else. That's the point. So that's the main reason why. And two, it's a little easier to get apartments to rent shit and to explain shit when you have a nine to five versus I'm trying to do all this bank account shit and show them I make enough for this, 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 and this. Too much red tape, too much headache, too many questions. I don't like that shit. I'm a guy that I never take the path of least resistance. That's yeah, just me. So, I done had the week of Christmas off. My manager knew about this for two weeks. Now, the week in question that I'm talking about, because it depends on when y'all hearing this, um, he calls me in the office to talk about my vacation, which I don't understand. Also, up to this, I'm supposed to be eventually getting some type of raise. Hopefully, it's a dollar, but knowing no those cheap fuckers, it might not even be in that. But, he said, well, it, he told me I had threes across the board itself for a two. Two is because he said I was not good with communication, which, let's put a pin in there. I'll come back to that in a minute. So, all of a sudden, he says, all right, so I see you coming back on the 25th. I said, no, I'm not. I got the whole week off. I don't come back to Tuesday. He was like, oh, no, no, I thought you came back on the 25th. I said, no. Now, that same day that we having this conversation, the floor tech didn't quit. One of the floor techs we have, too. He quits, right? Now, with me taking my vacation, I took my vacation on the week that I normally post work, the weekends where I work doubles, which means that now he has no one to work the laundry room and he has no one to take out trash, which means somewhere in there he has to take up the slack, which his lazy ass don't want to do, period. Mind you, had this off for two months. So, the fact that you actually thought that I'm going to get the whole week of Christmas off, except for Christmas Day. I'm going to take off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and come in Saturday for my first day back on Christmas Day. Wouldn't that be the one day I would take off? I digress. So, we all know right there that he's trying to pull bullshit okie doke. One, you lost respect for me on that end because... You could have just said, look, I'm in a pinch because I know you're in a woman's car. Can you at least do this for me? I know you can't come in to work, or can you move your vacation to the next week just to help me because I lost a woman calling? I'll make it up to you. I'll buy you breakfast. I'll give you a bonus. No, this sorry summer bitch didn't offer none of that shit. Uh, uh, What what I want to do is I want to bring you And and Shorty in so we can figure out The the, the schedule Because you know Because I What he wanted to say because I don't feel like Bringing my black ass in on Christmas Because I want to expect this dude to quit Okay So instead of being a man and a decent Manager and asking of me this. I might be willing to do it. I might would have done it without a question. Especially if you put some emphasis behind it. You ain't willing to offer me, you ain't willing to sweeten the pot for me to do this shit. Okay. Did you want to make a big bone about down the line? Now, true, I would have had to, in order for me to get it back to the week, the weeks that I do it, my doubles, or the schedule back the same. That means I had to work two weekends back to back. Which I might would not mind doing because I was willing to do this shit because. I really wanted that Christmas off, but oh, he could have said, look, can you do this for me? Can you just switch? I'll give you Christmas off and just come in Sunday. He wasn't willing to do it. Nah, nah, nah. So guess what Bob had to do? Bob had to give up his Christmas vacation with no compensation, with no pat on the back. No, he didn't. Son of a bitch didn't even say thank you. That made it worse. He didn't even fucking say thank you. But this is the guy who they hired. Nine people that left this. Nine people that left. My job. Me and one other girl. The only original. Excuse me. Me and two other females. The only originals. From the staff that he first walked into. Everybody that's there and there. He didn't hire. Oh by the way. Two of them, no, four of them done left. Health grade of 84. You tell me, is he doing his job? They gave me a two, my evaluation, because he said communication. Now, when we first talked, when he first got there, we talked about doubles, right? I broke down how I did my doubles and how it worked. He had no problem with it. But then one day when I take my double and I tell what call, I'm leaving, you know, for my break for the double because I just normally just tell somebody. You know, I don't think about telling the manager. I'm, it, it, the fuck? All right, we already talked about it. Why well, do I need to tell you? And I might, and I was just saying it to the other girl, just 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 because you know we cool. So I guess she went and you know mentioned to him, and he was like, "Why you ain't tell me?" And I'm like, "You already knew. Communication, right? I communicated to you, but your ass, just I communicated to you that I had Christmas week off. All of a sudden, now I don't have Christmas day off, but I had the the, the whole previous part of the week off. Then when I said I put it down the calendar, oh, I threw the calendar away. Really? That's the reason why I said, no, I can't do it. One more year of that. I walk into work, this is the funniest one. Many of the residents think that this is the walled off stereo. I come in, it's 6 o'clock in the goddamn morning. 6 o'clock in the morning. I have a full load of linen to do, right? I walk in, there's this guy, he's in uh, one of the rooms. Real little short asshole son of a bitch in a wheelchair, I don't give a fuck. Because, yeah, that's the way he came off, his asshole. He comes out. Pulls two big loads of fucking clothes and dropping on the floor in the middle of the goddamn hallway. Talking about, hey, bro, hey, bro, I I know, I know it ain't my day, but, bro, I, I'm like, man, it's too early in the morning. What? I was like, what? Now, he could have done this. Excuse me, Bob. You know my name. You ain't that fucking crazy. You sit here and run behind them goddamn nurses, sniffing their ass, trying to get some pussy in that motherfucker. So you know my name. You could have just call me, hey, Bob. Look, man, I'm about to leave tomorrow. Can you wash my clothes so they be fresh? You know what i my like, look, let me take care of the person I got to take care of today, and I come grab you. I could have easily grabbed them. I get ahead all the time. Now you gonna roll your motherfucking ass to the middle of the goddamn hallway? Stop impede my progress! I'm trying to get the time card to drop two big ass trash bags full of fucking clothes. Tell me hey, some, bro. I need you wash these. Not even can you wash them? Not please can you wash them? i was just dropping in there. It's bad enough that I have to wash shit every day. It's bad enough that my manager's so lazy that we have a whole uh, push cart full of fucking linen that we don't even fucking use because he's so worried that one weekend he going to have to come in and do laundry that he made sure that he, he, he made sure he ain't got to do that. Last job, I got my head busted open. That's a story for another day. You got to go back on. I don't want to relive that. It seemed like every time I work for somebody, I find out why I ever work for myself. Because I thought the purpose of being a manager is that you want to make it to where people want to work for you. They want to come to work for you. They want to come in. It's a pleasure to clock into the, the job. And then of course because I do work in a health field, this omicron, And I wanted to say something about this, because I don't even get to talk about politics or shit like that. Half the time I really don't try to talk to the the girls uh the, the ladies about it to a certain extent. Cause not everyone. Cause you know they say you don't talk about religion and politics. Cause you never know who, who or what the politics are. You know, period. See, it's crazy how a year ago it was in the midst of the pandemic, and a year later we still in the pandemic. Now we have two new variants. Now we have what is it, the mandates for the for the Vaccines. I am vaccinated. We're halfway vaccinated as of to today, or sometime in January, I have my second one. Omicron is a little bit more contagious, as they say. And what's interesting is I said this when it back when I did the smoke the smoke the hill podcast that this is look like something going to mutate. And my biggest worry is if the mutation gets to the point that these vaccines can't keep up with it, because at the end of the day, they just don't want to admit. They don't know. Not understand this. No, get vaccinated. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. But understand, deal with the consequences of that, because I am guarantee you, you will not be able to have a life if you don't get vaccinated. And it's sad that they're making it that way. And trust me, I, this is how I feel about it. Like I said before, I can understand the people that is in my position because we're around it first and foremost for anybody else. But let's be real: that number on the side of the vaccinated getting hospitalized, sick, dying, or what have you is going up. We have games that are right now being canceled. Kyrie Irving is about to play part time for the Nets. Now, this is funny as shit to me because you got people who basically about to lose their job because they do not want to take the vaccine and they have whatever reason or right for that. But yet, Kyrie Irving, he gets to play ball. And he's not going to take the vaccine. He ain't looking to take the vaccine. It's not. Going to about all rights, he has the right to be that way. But don't sit here and try to sugarcoat his shit because y'all know y'all. It's too much money being lost, and the Nets really need this motherfucker to win a trophy. But yet, the NBA don't want to hold that stance because of money. But then you got the people that sitting here supposed to be. Feeding you the food, doing the trash cans and the parking attendants, they have to be vaccinated or they lose their jobs. Is that actually fair? Not really. Like I said, again, if you choose not to be vaccinated, you have to deal with the consequences of that. But it seems to me that only certain people are held to that. Only a certain amount of people. Special the, the, the special people don't have to worry about that. Look how many athletes, right? Look how many athletes are getting sick. I said it before. Traveling is part of the reason why this shit getting passed around. The holiday's about to hit. We sitting here, weep, we, we're doing fucking Lollapalooza out this bitch with a, with a million motherfuckers in the damn building, a million motherfuckers in the football field, where what have you. Ain't nobody wearing a goddamn mask or trying to wear a mask. We push the vaccine, but we're not pushing masks. Here's the question I ask you. What if we get a new variant where that booster and that vaccine don't fucking work and we have to go back to masks? And understand this, We're not shutting down by no means. We're not shutting down. We have no we, we too much money be lost. Too much money being lost, but Because it's about money. It's about Wealth over health. Simple as that. They rather tell us that yeah, it's unvaccinated. Instead of saying, Well shit, it's both. They're saying we hope that these vaccines can help fight these new variants that are coming. If Fauci don't want to admit when they ask him the question, is there any more new variants? Well, it's a possibility. No, motherfucker, there is. There's new variant right there, probably out about now, right now, probably in China or or in Japan that y'all just find out about. We ain't gonna find out about the next year. Now we're gonna be more contagious, and it might even motherfucking be even stronger effects, even to those that are vaccinated and healthy. Basically, y'all ain't thought about fighting the virus itself. Y'all just want to be vaccinated. Focus on catching up with it. Focus on getting the vaccines caught up to that shit. And fight on trying to eradicate it. Quarantining it. Shutting it down. And they don't want to alert the public to worry the public. You want to know why they don't want to do that? Because they're worried that if they do, then guess what? We may have to shut down, and guess what? we back to square one, or it might be an argument for it. Because they know this shit is serious. They know this Omicron, Omicron or Orchid or whatever the fuck his name. They know this shit is serious. Yeah, because if you have motherfuckers at the airports checking for that shit when people get off the plane, it's kind of serious, don't you think? If they sit here, literally make a provision saying, well, okay, if someone happens to test positive, we're going to test everybody. And if you test negative, you can stay because they're so determined to, we, 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 can't, we can't shut down. We can't shut down. It is for two weeks. They already put in fudge numbers. Look at Cuomo. Cuomo, whatever his fucking name. Cuomo, yeah. He fudge numbers. You don't think they fudge numbers? They don't think they. Fox News does it? So it's CNN. So it's some all these other motherfuckers. Now, I'm not saying say you can't trust the news. I'm not saying that. But you gotta sometimes look past them to see the truth. We're in a bad situation. We're surging. The surge. Not everybody that being hospitalized are unvaccinated. Can we be honest? They're going to keep moving the goalposts. Oh, you're going to have to have the car saying that you're vaccinated and have the booster. Oh, next they're going to say you need to take about four boosters. You want to know why? Because they don't fucking know. They have no fucking clue. And they're not going to admit it because if they do, guess what? The Republicans look stupid. The Democrats look stupid. The whole government looks stupid. The stupid shit that everybody waiting for, they thought it might have become, I've been hearing all these books. Guess what? Manchin and not that for you. And why? All because of the climate change part of that bill. He tried to say the spending. It's not the spending. They ain't got shit to do with spending. Because motherfucker, the Republicans put out a bill last the last term that was had some hell of spending on it, and bitch, you signed off on it. So don't, don't, no, stop, stop. West Virginia, he wants to keep y'all in the coal business. This is what it's about. This is about cold. Cold. That's what it's about. Now, I have to look it up to see, so I won't sound like, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about or what have you. But where do we use coal at for the most part? Not saying it's not needed, not saying anything of that nature, I'm just saying. So, all this is about, they're in that bill, they're trying to phase out coal and fossil fuel and shit of that nature. The way it be more electric, more clean air. And, and it's the beginning of this phase out. This ain't the full phase. out. ain't going to take decades for this shit to happen. But Manchin, who's a Republican at heart, to be honest with you, I don't understand why they even consider him a Democrat, doesn't like that part of the bill, and that's why he don't want to sign off on the bill. See, one thing about Republicans is no matter how shit it is, they're going to sign off all it they, because they're going to show unity. Even if they begrudgingly signs it. Not mention. <laughs> so now it's like it's funny as hell. Biden, he's just catching. He just catches straight bullets, dog. It, it's just kind of sad. I feel for him. Because more and more every day is approval rating going down. Kamala Harris, up, <laughs> up with Rego. That just like looks like it gonna be a Republican Senate in the House. And like I said before, a lot of people are mad at Mansion, but did y'all not see this coming? Once again, if the party's not in tune with the president, the president ain't going to get much done. If the government's not in tune with the president, it ain't going to get much done. Because now you just basically Democrats show that when y'all have the leadership, y'all just as bad as the Republicans get more done than y'all. And that's kind of sad. What man you said, I can't go back to the West Virginians. With me signing the bill. And I'm going to tell you what's so funny. He went to Fox News. He didn't go to CNN and have this conversation. He didn't go to MSBC. He went to Fox motherfucking News. If you got the balls to go against your party with, nigga, you ought to go on the news sites where and catch the fire. You didn't want to catch the fire. Would surprise me, Trump. He's a trump.er There you go. This is my podversary, so I'm talking about what I want to talk about. So it's just I'm just looking at the world, man. Yeah, a year doing this podcast and shit. And what's going to happen next year. It's funny as hell that. I didn't. Talk to. All the ladies that I always wanted to work with. And dreamed of. As a male talent. Talk to them. As a podcaster. Who would have thought that. You know. So much. Year one, I'm i not even going front for my rookie years podcast, and I have to say, I did a bang up job. Being, I'm actually ranked on good pod. I got a rate. I just saw my email. I got a rating on chartable. So understand is is I told people that I said this again. You got to look at the growth. You can't look at numbers because if you look at numbers, you're going to disappoint yourself. It's about the growth of your business and the growth of what you're doing and how many people you're reaching. The money will come long as your business is growing. That's whether it's porn, whether that's music, whether that's podcasting. And like I said, this genre is growing. And understand when you hear this, and remember this, in 2022 is going to be the year of the porn podcast because you're going to see so Many podcasts ran by porn stars pop up talking about our business because y'all people want to learn it. Y'all want to y'all want us to tell you our stories. You want us to normalize ourselves to you. You want to know how we make the money. You want to you want to hear the ups and downs. You want to hear the real about being on set. Many of you, because you're novice. The other part is people that's actually trying to do the business and want to do it right. They actually want to be a porn star, not no goddamn content creator. You know, being on two radio stations and having so many smoke buddies, I get I, it's too many to even think. You know, <laughs> you know, period. I... I got to say, been a good year. Year one. I'm close to 4,000 downloads. So, I want to say thank you, first of all, I want to say thank you to all my listeners who have listened to me this year, who have joined me talking with the, the, the my smoke buddies. I want to say thank you to everyone who subscribe to me on Patreon that moved over to the premium smoke room on Spotify. trust me when that people, you don't understand the anxiety that I had from doing this subscription section because I was so afraid that wouldn't nobody subscribe. <laughs> and two, I know that the episode that I was giving you is some fire Better than the, the free ones that you're getting. More provocative, more candy. You know what I'm saying? I wanted the world to hear it. We were talking about some good shit. But the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, whatever your deity may be, show me that I'm on the right path. See, that's what it is. When you see things... Telling you that you're moving on the right path. It was like when I made a decision that I said, give me the last year that I work a nine to five. I got a payment from out of nowhere. A payout. Don't I still to this day, I think it might be from good part. I think I don't know where the fuck it came from, but that was a sign to me. When I made a decision to retire, and I announced it. I started landing interviews with some of the top people in the business. Certain little things showed me that I made the right move. I'm chit chatting and talking to Omari the Rebel, part of Tribe Chat. That's huge, people. This this man is is <laughs> right there up there. His podcast up there with horrible Decisions. I had a director from Netflix interested in being interviewed. I have two motherfucking YouTube. I have two sponsors. I'm still shit on that shit. I have two sponsors, and the stories that I've heard, and 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 talking about the business and different philosophies from from people who who, who had um talking to people from all spectrums of the adult film industry and the sex work trade, from the girls that just breaking into the business to the girls that been in it since the 80s. It helped me gain a perspective of this business that no documentary could ever give. And you being a listener, you get to hear that spectrum. You get to see that. We have 9 to 5. You get to see we have families. We have kids. We have uh, mental health issues. We actually had someone from the community pass recently. Rest in peace, Jada Bands. We're no different than you fuckers. We just fuck on camera. We deserve the same respect as you would anybody else in this world. The same consideration. The same look. We entertain you people. And we put our lives at risk to do it. It's the reason why we be tested. It's the reason why we do what we do. And that's the reason why I did this podcast. This is the reason why this podcast ended up becoming... And went to where it was heading And 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 why I talk about what I talk about Even the boundaries The good, the bad, the ugly and different So that you can see The inside of our business And the real of our business And not the sugar Cookie cutter bullshit That you see on these damn documentaries From these motherfuckers from Hollywood Because guess what I ain't the ones that are making money anymore. It's the OnlyFans Girls. It's the Girls Minivids. Princess Havocs. It's the Marie Dalys. It's the it's the Lily Cravens. It's the it's the Sarah J's of the world. The independent. This is the era of the content creator. So this, we are the ones that you should be listening to. We're the ones that. The documentary should be on. Because you know what's funny? Those major companies are now trying to do what we do. Look how many of them got a mini or a Pornhub now. Even Brazos got a Pornhub. Why? Wow, what the fuck you need a Pornhub for? Think about it. This year, we have for the first time... Razor Shot of BBW, and transsexual porn. Many companies now starting to drift into that. Why? Because the content creators killing their money. I show you these things so you can understand this business. And it's not just for the listeners. It's also for the people that are trying to break in this business. So they can understand this is a business. This is serious. I asked the girls, what do a dude need to bring to the table to work with you. It's a reason for that. So you can understand that these motherfuckers want serious people, they want to fuck in front of the camera. They don't want Tom next door because Tom next door may not want to sign that paperwork. Tom next door may not want to spend for three, two three hundred dollars on TTS. People, man, you understand some motherfuckers spend at least a thousand a month on their TTS? Y'all don't even want to go to the fucking health department. See, I love this business. That's why I say it's funny when I tell people I say I live by curiosity through the town that I interview. Yeah, I try to make connections with them. I hope I manifest many of them working together because I can't fuck them no more. <laughs> You know, it's funny. It's crazy. It was like I actually got three ladies in North Carolina that I could actually go work with on the talent side of things. Came to do it. Retired. But you know what's funny? Each day I come to better grips with it. Because the biggest thing was what would I do to replace me leaving the business? Here you go. And it worked out. And I think I've done more in the first year of me doing podcasting than I did the first year of me doing porn. Dare to say music. So, yeah, people. So, with that being said, what you need to do is, and I'm going to have the links in in this episode, I'm going to have the links. You need to go treat yourself and go get some of my apparel. I have my premium stuff, which is on contraband.com, contraband, back, back, contraband.com backslash STO premium. I have jackets. I have hats. I have dresses for the ladies. I have baby suits. I have motherfucking leggings. That's right. Leggings. Yoga pants, as y'all want to call them. And then on my bonfire backslash Smoker's Lounge, STO Smoker's Lounge. I got t-shirts for men and women. So the links will be in the description. Y'all go check it out. Y'all might enjoy it. I I was, like I said, when I looked, I think the money I got was from somebody buying the shirts. It's crazy. I don't know how to check to make sure, but yeah. But the point being is, that means they're paying attention. That means somebody likes it. So go check it out. I mean, I got some hot ass shit. Yo, I got... You know, on the contraband, I got the the Red Cush collection. I got the the Black Smoke Collection. I got the, the green one with Smoke is Over collection. You know, apparently, like I said, the different t-shirts. Got t-shirts for She Loves Smokes T shirts. And then I got the Bring the Smoke T shirts. So I got, you know, some, some apparel for you people. You know? Support the party, and look good while doing it. So with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's a point of experience? Didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. And thank you for following me on my journey in year one of me potting. And thank you to continue on my journey into year two in the potting. It's my pot It's my pot anniversary. For you and me, it's my pod It's my potiversary. Smoke with me.